0: Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast brought to you by Medterra CBD. You can go to medterracbd.com and enter discount code BIGMXRADIO20 to save 20% off every single one of your purchases. This podcast is also brought to you by Maxima USA. If you're not using Caster 927 in your, race, in your racing gas, uh, best mixing oil. Some guys use Super M, but I'm a 927 guy. I use it every time I ride. This podcast is also brought to you by phoenix handlebars brand new company or they've only been at it for a couple of years they're fantastic uh my friend jason gerald over there uh used to work at fox he's uh he's got this this prod this passion project that is phoenix handlebars you need to check them out they had a sale over over black friday i'm not sure if that's still continued but go check it out at phoenixhandlebars.com i am your host Brad Gebhardt, and with me on the line, making his return performance. He's a repeat offender now on the Big MX Radio podcast. He's also an X Games uh, gold medalist. Goes by the name of Will Posey. Will, how's it going?
1: Good, man. I like the uh, repeat offender. That's kind of uh, a little edgy, right? <laughs>
0: absolutely no you, you, you've been uh, you've been charged and, and brought in for uh, for a second hearing my friend and uh, because honestly got a ton of great feedback from those who listen to the podcast uh, extremely moving story uh, which you shared basically not only your history in the sport but also uh, like the 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 relationship that you had with your dad who um, very unfortunately uh, he had passed um, and uh, obviously like in the the weeks and months that passed that uh, interview like it, it, obviously it's affected you deeply He's in your thoughts uh, every single day um, as you continue to, to share photos and share memories which has been awesome and uh, I thought it necessary to uh, dial you up again tell some more stories get uh, more to the bottom of what's going on with will Posey these days. And uh, I just enjoy talking to you. So uh, if if the fans don't mind, let's do this again.
1: Let's do it. I'm always down for it, man. It's uh, definitely been a been a ride for sure. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been good since the last time we chatted. And just you know, riding, doing some editing, um, having fun, hanging out with the boys at Verb. You know, Wes Williams getting in some trouble, and yeah, you know, just the everyday life, I guess, of Will Posey.
0: No doubt. Well, getting in getting in trouble with Wes is uh, about as natural as one uh, as a activity can be. The guy is just bad news bears, uh, left, right, and center. Of course, him and uh, the rest of the Verb guys were crushing it down uh, in uh, in Florida this last week with the uh, with with the Minios. I don't know if Ver- if Wes was there, uh, so to speak, but Mike Viser certainly was. He was getting a ton of photos, uh, doing a fantastic job um like w- when you watch verb stuff now obviously you remember growing up with it say, you're about the same age as i am uh watching it and, and just how how much of an impact do you feel like uh verb has uh like recaptured that same flavor that they have um from previous years or uh are they still working on developing that that awesome like pretty much everything they put out back in the day was just fire
1: I mean, I definitely think Verb is still a Verb, right? It, it's fire, and it's like funny. Like you know, I used to watch. This was actually, you know, let, let me just rewind a little bit. So even yep. before before Verb came about, so you know, Wes is from Georgia, and I tell this story all the time, and we always make a joke about it. But uh, he was here filming at Lazy River back when I was on eighty. So obviously, Wes is older than I am. Uh, he's an old man. <laughs> he's gonna get me for that one. But uh, he uh, he was filming. This was back early two thousand. And I always, like, thought what he was doing was, like, super rad. And I, like, you know, just a young kid, like, hitting him up on AIM. Yo, Wes, let me let me film with you, man. And, like, I guess I was, like, point annoying kid. And uh, so I, he never really, like, allowed me into the early verb days. And then, uh, so, you know, I went to the whole GoPro thing and then left from there. And, obviously, we, you know, we've always been real good friends just because of growing up in Georgia together and, obviously, being at the racetrack and so forth with, with me racing. And, yeah, I mean – it was always sick. Even when I was at GoPro, like you know, I always clicked on Verb every day just because of the content. And and I definitely think it it still has its fire. It's a little different, obviously, but um, I mean, man, we created some rad stuff at Loretta's, and and just have done some other stuff like Kyle calling, You know, shooting with with Christian Craig, and and we edited that down, and um, you know, just I just feel like there's obviously like new talent that is trying to. Uh, i guess come into the the video editing world and so like we've been snagging some of these dudes and it's cool just to see like from what it was back in the day to like what video is now and like obviously like as they say history repeats itself right so it's cool to kind of see how things like circle about because you know there for the longest everybody were like you know about sliders and like jibs and all this stuff and then it went to like movies and drones and like just as smooth and cinematic as you get and then now if you look at it Again, nowadays I feel like it's kind of going back more towards like the glitchy, like old school and everybody's doing like, you know, the 16 millimeter and 35 millimeter like frames and, and all this. So I don't know, man. I, I, I think the film world just in general is, is really cool right now because we're, like I said, we're seeing history, but also like Verb is taking that up. And I don't feel like there's like an avenue for amateur motocross besides Verb for the most part. And so like we had, it was gone for so long. And then now it's back. Like you said, seeing Minio's content, like, that's epic, man. I mean, that's what you want to see when you log on because who wants to just, you know, watch results on on a web page when you when you actually get to see content, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. And I I feel like the way that Verb has always approached it is. Um, they'll give you the the what have you of what happened on the weekend, but the biggest thing for them is to basically tell the story and introduce you to these athletes. Like if you go back to like the the originals, like the guys who who really sort of like cut their teeth with the, or who we got introduced to by Verb. Like you're talking about like uh, Trey Kennard, Austin Stroop, Zach, Zach Osborne, um, tons of guys like that. Darren Durham, like through their style of doing videos you actually started to become like real fans of these guys and 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 intimate fans um and get to know them really really well just because there's so much content and and they shot it in such a way of feeling like you really got uh, that that look kind of behind the the velvet rope so to speak when it came to these uh up and coming amateurs which all all of them have a cool story doesn't matter which one it is
1: yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, Wes and, and the boys, you know, Brett and all those dudes, like they just really opened a can of worms, I guess, with, with really getting to know the riders back in the very early day. Like, I forget what it was uh, I was watching where they were talking about Verb, and it said, you know, how it was like before its time and it's the truth because, like, you know, you weren't getting content like that back in the day I and mean, then these guys come on board and it's just like, whoa, you know, like they're bringing the amateur side of the sport to, like, literally like the highest level as far as, like, production and and getting it out there, and online, you know, I mean, this was before, like, stuff was even really getting online, right, and, you know, I just, I just think it definitely brought a totally new look, and I feel like, you know, even those dudes brought, like, so many of the guys, you know, into the film world, because they saw what they, they were creating, because, I mean, what was it, like, oh, nine to 2015-ish, when it was, like, the market, like, in the industry was so saturated, with just everybody wanting to film content, and it was because of her.
0: Yeah, no, Verb Verb was uh, a, co- a company that really was a trailblazer. And, and yeah, now there's so many kids in the space wanting to make, make content. And uh, what's cool about Verb is it is rather than like creating uh, like competition and like trying to outdo those in- individuals, you're like bringing them into the fray and just like just growing the pie of, of what is uh, Verb Moto content. I think they do a great job of it it's the
1: vibe man i mean it's just like you know vibing out with everybody i guess you could say it's just having fun it's like good times and and like you said it's just bringing everybody into the pie right like you know it's just it's wanting to see the sport grow and i think that's what's rad it's just like really just you know and it's also like giving you know the riders back content you know and and that's what's cool to see these guys you know go on the site like for instance for loretta's you know Pfizer and blake keith and a few of the other boys were out there shooting photos seth hedgy and and you know they were you know basically you could go up and if you saw your photos you downloaded it for free i mean that's so rad just coming you know because i'm a rider so coming from a, a rider's perspective like being able to go get a photo and it's like super epic and you're like oh Yo, dude i got this all verb and it didn't you know was like what and you're posting it so i mean you know i think it's just cool it kind of gives back to the riders as well
0: no kidding, man. Like, uh, I, I love uh, Wes. He's a great friend of mine. We spent lots of cool times together. Um, and, and uh, yeah, he's just a super inspirational dude. He's super positive. He's got tons of stories, and he's absolute goofball. Um, let's talk a little bit more about yourself and and your riding. Uh, before the uh, the temperatures drop to where they are right now, uh, we're looking at, was it, I don't know where you were at. It was either Monster, I think it was Monster Mountain. You're launching, like, an uphill step up that like guys the guys around you aren't even jumping and like we can get to the we'll, we'll talk about how much you sit when you ride like i i take big exception to it because i don't think that's how what you should be doing will uh but the fact that you sit off the face of this jump and jump it the way you do is uh, is pretty impressive well well
1: before i start telling the story on this jump uh it's about sitting down so i actually had a uh, motocross pad come over me when I was at the track a few weeks back and he goes uh he goes man he goes we love what you're doing and it's amazing but my kid wants to sit down all the time and I'm like telling me he needs to stand up he needs to stand up and he goes well dad I don't have to stand up because Will never stands up and he still does everything goes as fast so it's like I'm kind of like the 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 middle groundbreaker for this whole thing like you know all the photo dads like want their kids to stand up and then you got a guy like me out there jumping the stuff and you know trying to rip and i don't even i don't ever stand up right i'm just strapped into this thing so it's just funny with how the kids like will use that as like an arguing point to their dad And like i guess you know i i'm obviously not a parent but just coming from that that from a parent just knowing how frustrating that could be but at the same time funny i just it, it was very comical to say the least
0: unreal, man. And honestly, if for those who aren't familiar and didn't maybe didn't get the first, uh, didn't listen to the first Will Posey podcast, I think this is the time that we tell them that your gold medal in the X Games is for adaptive snow bike. And uh, I I beg on you for not being able to stand up, uh, kind of tongue in cheek, because uh, at this point in your life you're not able to, uh, because of uh, your your injury. So um, like it's funny, like like the the amount of seat foam that guts must have sent you to to do your your that seat that you have on your uh your ktm is pretty wild but uh yeah like for a for a guy who probably can't feel anything from his hips down uh pretty pretty impressive yeah yeah
1: for sure and not to take anything away from doug i'm actually silver medalist doug doug won gold the first right. year okay. uh actually was battling for first uh with doug last year and I crashed so obviously if doug listens to this mad props to doug because that's the uh, that's the legend that i uh, have been chasing since i started this journey two years ago and uh so but yeah so guts racing obviously makes my seat um and they dialed me in the perfect um i actually have some therapeutic foam and yeah so i actually got hurt january of 2018 paraplegic from the waist down actually in therapy right now um went to winter x Games one year and one day after my injury so i actually started riding eight months before which is probably not the smartest thing I should have done but I'm actually very thankful that I did because I have done things that I never would have thought that I would ever do in my lifetime and that is like you said getting a Winter X Games medal and I actually got the first one in Georgia so that was really cool kind of wrote the history books for that but I would like to continue and yeah I mean even going back to what you were talking about sitting down on that jump so that, that that was at silver dollar um at matt walker's race it was just a uh, southern all-stars like georgia series race and me and west you know west doesn't live too far from there and he's like yo let's go down there for the weekend and stuff and i was like sure and like you know i watched videos and like scratching my head before we were going down there and i'm like man you know that's a, that's a big jump i just i just don't know if that's doable sitting down i'm like you know I'm, I'm always you know kind of been like that you know a lot of us are you know like you're like yeah that's pretty big but then you get on the track and you're like i oh, All right, it's not too terribly bad, but so I'm like asking dudes around when we get down there for practice. I'm like, yo, what what gear you hit that jump in? And you know, my homie, you know, third gear wide open on a four fifty, and I'm like, whew, you know, that's that's kind of big. I can't hit one like that yet.
0: Okay, well here comes
1: practice. I roll it the first lap, come around the second lap, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna hit it and hit it a third gear wide open and cleared it perfect. And like, I come off the track and and I and I hadn't even told Wes that I was gonna do it because I was talking him about it. He's like, dude, he's like you don't need to jump that there's no reason for you to go out there and hit that and then of course I did and I come back and he's just like are you freaking kidding me dude he goes that thing is insane he's like you what second last he's like you didn't even give it any like like thought or nothing he's like what are you doing and I was like well I was like it's better not to think about it and just do it and hope for the best than it is to think about it and then kill yourself so it was about I don't know 95 to 100, 110, maybe even 125, because I over-jumped it one good time and landed way down the landing, and thank goodness Matt Walker uh, knows how to, you know, he has a very well-built track, shall I say, and uh, man, he put a good, good landing on that. Had a top deck, too, because there was one time me and a, a dude were battling it out, and we kind of cross-jumped each other, and <laughs> I had to face and landed right on top of it and bounced all the way past the corner, and, like, I thought I was going to die, but somehow I saved it. So it was. Uh, that was definitely one for the books, for sure.
0: That's crazy, man! Like, like the the fact that you launched that thing as consistently as you did. Um, like just by the video, I'd have to really look at it to see if I would even hit this thing. And uh, like you're doing it as a uh, as as a paraplegic, a guy that's in 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 reha- rehabilitation to maybe one day. Put your feet on the ground again, uh. But yeah, like, it it's it's incredible to see, to, to see your commitment, man. Like it like, like what what goes through your mind when you hit that thing for the first time? Like is it, is it just like sort of a? I guess we'll see what happens on the other side, or is it more a little bit more calculated than that?
1: Well, it was like it's weird to say because like obviously like when I was asking everybody around, I was nervous I was scared because I was like do I really need to do this or do I not but like it's like when I get on the motorcycle man and like this has kind of happened a little bit more since my father passed away like I kind of like I ride like I almost like zone out more and maybe I'm just riding more from my heart than you know going out there and stressing like you know going as fast as I can go but it's weird it's like I zone out and I don't even really know what's going on and that's what I'm saying like I hit it on the second lap and like I don't even, like, really think about it, like, tee up for it or anything. It's just, like, I come around, and I'm just, like, flowing, and, and I, I don't even really have an answer for that. It's it, it's weird because, like, I'm not nervous when I go to hit it or anything like that, but when I came off the track and, like, had a second to, like, decompress and be like, dude, you just jumped that, and I was, like, scared. Like, I was, like, sitting there at the back of my van King, and we have video of it, um, and it just, yeah, it's weird how, like, it it gets me after after i sit i guess sit there and decompress and i'm like you know hey like that could have been really bad but at the same time as you know with racing you can't think of it that way and like when you're riding and especially in my situation because you know if i was to have a major issue over that jump i mean that could be really really bad because i have no eject button i can't like step off the bike and go you know OTB or anything like that so it's, it's you just gotta go for it i guess really
0: yeah just go for it that's the that's the will posey attitude uh um given the injury and and all that and the the risk reward and uh uh what what would uh what would your old man have said uh, about you trying it and then what would he have said when you got back after you jumped it
1: uh he would have been highly highly mad at me i I can tell you that right now he would have told me right when he got there you better not go out there and jump that but at the same time he knows that i would because like back in the day man like when I was growing up racing like he was always like pushing you just you know go bigger go bigger go bigger and then it got to the point where he never had to say anything and he would like tell me like hey man you don't have to jump that if you don't want to but like it just got to the point where I like jumping big stuff and so I think he would have known and obviously he would have been like super stoked but he would have been like really really nervous too um just the fact that I'm that I was jumping it like that and and the thing is is like it was getting to the point, obviously, before he passed away when I was riding, you know, and we would go race, and, like, you know, I can run up front with all these guys in these classes when we go race, and, and it's just, it's it's insane to me, and it's obviously insane to him, but, like, it's almost like he, like, he just kind of stepped back and let me do my thing, and that's kind of the way he was when I raced growing up, too. It's like, hey, like, you know, once we hit, like, a certain mark, he was just, like, do your thing, and if I want advice or him to say anything, he would wait on me to come and ask him, so i don't know I, I think he would just kind of let me do my thing and like you'd have been like you're you're an animal man like you're crazy but hey like if that's what makes you happy go do it
0: yeah no absolutely like uh supportive guy but yeah probably would have torn a strip off you or at least been pretty upset um but yeah like uh, I, i'm i'm stoked for you man just to see um like you continuously push the envelope and, and uh, the bike looks good. uh you're head to toe in the fox gear, um, arm a helmet like you're you're well uh um, you're you're well put together what's uh what's on the horizon for will Posey?
1: yeah, man, I mean, for one, uh talking about the kit and everything, big shout out to everybody that helped me. you know the uh, the fox deal has been super cool. Austin has definitely you know helped me out. And same thing with Scott and, you know, allowing me to, to rock to arm a lid and just everybody that helps for sure. Like, man, it's it's made uh, made my dreams come true for sure, you know, even after the fact that I got hurt and to be able to, you know, still be kitted out like I am and, and show up and do that is, is rad. So, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely uh, put my head in, in you know, better spirits. you know, once I did get hurt and I can still, you know, come out looking like that and still shred. And, you know, honestly, like, for the future, man, I uh, I want to try a few different things, and and one of those is I want to start hitting some ramps. I'd love to be the uh, first paraplegic in um, X Games best whip, and so you know my boys uh, Tyler bearman and and Raha and McNeil. I've been talking with those dudes, and they're down for me to come out and shred with them, and in California and start hitting some ramps and possibly get in a foam pit i'd love to flip a bike and i don't know i just kind of want to do everything moto i'm actually going to do a uh, a woods race january 3rd at aonia and so i'm going to go down there in south georgia and, and do a buddy race obviously i don't know if i could last an actual two hour race so the buddy race um your friend does an hour and then obviously i'll do an hour and so they will allow me to have somebody kind of stay you know 10 to you know 20 feet behind me and sweep for me in case i do crash but you know, nobody's ever done that in my situation, so I'm going to go down there and see what that's all about.
0: No kidding, man. Well, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, to to following along with that. If people aren't already following you on social media, what what's the link? Where where do they need to keep track of you?
1: Instagram is probably the best. Uh, my tag is at Will Posey821. So W I L L P O S E Y821. I post tons of stuff there me riding and the adventures that i go on and uh, you might even see me do something crazy like i posted today me eating a cricket at Wes's house so uh gotta enjoy the uh gotta enjoy the comical stuff right
0: <laughs> for sure and i think there's some nutritional value there in uh, um i uh yeah there's some nutritional value in crickets if i'm not mistaken i think you can probably toast them Like chocolate covered crickets have definitely been uh something that i've seen uh advertised before so uh like it didn't actually look like you needed much prompting to eat a cricket so
1: no I actually was uh like you said it was nutritional that's well that was the right before my first year eggs game. so me and Wes actually were doing some training he said I should eat a cricket and so I was like sure man and uh I think Wes actually may have ate a worm a few months later than that that's a conversation for you and him to have but yeah you should ask him about that
0: Fair enough. Well, him and I are on a texting basis, so we'll have to uh, get get to the bottom of that right quick here. Uh, as I actually am, uh, as of next week, we'll be writing a column for uh, for Verb Moto. Really excited about that. That's a dream come true for me.
1: Very cool. Very cool, man. Uh, can't wait to see that. And yeah, man, it's uh, it's gonna be cool, I guess, with with what the adventures entail. We're actually gonna do some verb stuff. Uh, maybe a verb series that we're talking about. Um, blog series. We we posted the first one, but I think we're gonna dive deep more into uh, what it's like, I guess, to go through an injury like this. And and you know, it's even like I said, going to California to ride with those guys. So if you guys wanna, you know, keep on the lookout on Verb for that that's coming as well.
0: Well, there you go, man. Like lots on the horizon when it comes to you guys. Um... Like uh, One of the things I wanted to talk to you about is something that you were spending a ton of time, long hours editing, was the Red Bull Imagination. Um, There's still more to come out, uh, obviously, but uh, the the two 15-minute episodes that did come out, um, I'm going to not be conservative in saying that those two videos, as far as cinematography, shots, uh, everything coming together with some fantastic athletes and some really, really um, next level filmmaking uh, created probably one of the most um, eye catching and just one of the videos that I just couldn't put down. Uh, and that's not something that's been a, sort of like a feeling that's come over me in in quite some time within the sport. What was it like working on that? And uh, maybe you can give it give us a little bit of insight on that.
1: Oh, man, yeah, that's rad to hear you say that. Thank you. I appreciate that. We, uh, you know, it's all a team effort, obviously, Um, you know, as far as, you know, film crew, riders, you know, Jason Baker building a track with all his crew and just making it, you know, that it's it's just insane what those guys can do, you know, on tractors and and bulldozers and all that. Even coming, like I said, all the way down to, you know, Bearman and all the boys riding. I mean, those guys just crush it. and You know, that makes putting a story like that together. But honestly, it's, uh, you know even Adam LaRoche, man, you know, he he's the man and, and uh, you know, big shout out to him for allowing us to come out and, and busting that out down there and in and, and Kansas and yeah, so basically we stacked up a trailer down there in, in the middle of nowhere in Kansas and built an editing suite. You know, a couple of us were in there, you know, West and all the boys were out there shooting and then uh he actually had me, Luke Parmiter and Briantown um in there cutting and so You know obviously we had two of us cutting on story and then one that was um you know basically pulling selects and getting it ready for you know the story once we lay stuff in you can lay b-roll at the top of it because I mean we were busting those things out but from start to finish two two and a half days so the so you know the first one I actually did on the road while I was going to Kansas because I actually drove uh, me and a few buddies hopped in the van and went out to Kansas, so I'm in the back of the van editing the first episode, got it done when we got there and then we busted out episode two in the trailer and then started on number three and then I actually finished episode three. It took me forty one hours to do episode three. Brian and I actually sat down and, you know, we were just kind of having to combine it up. But yeah, we spent forty one hours on it straight, no sleep. In Adam's garage. We set up our own editing suite in there and, and finished it out and yeah, I mean, it, it was—it's crazy. I look back at it, and you know, I guess because it went by so fast, but it was—it uh, was a lot of fun. We drank a lot of coffee, a lot of Red Bull, and we listened to a lot of Lent Biscuit to keep us vibing. I guess you could say.
0: That's awesome, man! I, like, you—you you guys getting together. Some people so creative, working with these unbelievable shots. I can only imagine what got left on the cutting room floor.
1: Oh man, it, it's so crazy. I mean, you know like I said, we have a team that's just incredible and and it's nice when, you know, Wes and the guys go out into the field and you know, when they come back and give you a card that you know that you're not going to have to just go and dig, dig, dig. I mean, it's literally reaching your hand in a pot of gold and pulling out with what you need. And obviously they get the story that's needed. And, you know, we, we obviously all story, you know, basically pre-produce what, when we get the story and, and we have Chase who's out in the field as well, who's, you know, helping listen for, you know, certain bites and things like that. So it's, it's very well planned out and laid out to make something like this happen because it's like almost, I don't use it's not, obviously not impossible because we did it, but like it's unheard of to, to bust out a, you know, 12 to 15 minute episode that is as polished as that was, you know, everything in two and a half days, like it's crazy. And and so to be able to see it come out like that and, and I guess stick and people really enjoy it and be able to engage in it man that just makes me enjoy what i do obviously you know and, and and to do that again it would just be rad
0: absolutely no i think that's going to be a recurring thing there i think there's already plans for imagination too i imagine you'll get your uh fingers all over that as well um last thing i have for you before you go is like you, you'd mentioned your your rehabilitation and the, the therapy that you're you're doing right now like Give the, the 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 listeners at home or in their cars or whatever it happens to be uh, a little bit of insight on, as to what kind of uh, some pro- if kind of any kind of progress you do make like what what the sensation that you have from your like your lower extremities at all like, is there is there a level of improvement or, or like what what is it you're working on and and does it help?
1: Well, there's always a level in, of improvement, correct? You know, you just gotta manifest you know that you can do it and uh so obviously i'm an incomplete so my spinal cord is not completely torn in two so you have incomplete and complete and obviously we won't dive into that obviously okay whoever's listening would, would like to know what that is you know google search it and it will explain it um so obviously there's hope with me being an incomplete yeah um, i'm t3 like jimmy so button so incomplete. is incomplete Correct. That's right. He's a paraplegic, but now he walks, but he's still considered a paraplegic because he has a spinal cord injury. Right. Um, and so I'm upper, upper, uh, back in T3. So it's basically between your, your shoulder blades a little bit farther down. And, um, yeah, so I actually started out basically chest down and I've gained, um, to my belly button. So I've regained feeling and with what we're doing, so we're actually doing like, um, stimulation which is like a, like an e M, um, deal, but it's like super, super gnarly. And so basically it fires all the muscles in your legs. So like I uh, posted a video on me like riding a bicycle. And so the way that machine works is, is it shocks your legs to work as if, as if you were pedaling a bicycle. And so what it's doing is it it's um, reverse feeding the signal, so the electric signal through your spinal cord into your brain, trying to retrain everything and like connect those loose wires to work again. I guess would be the best way for me to say that. And so I've been doing a ton of that, a ton of stretching, a ton of just different workouts, trying to build, you know, more core strength and more, you know, lower back muscles because my my back muscles don't work. No, I don't have any lower abs or anything like that. So just really trying to get my, my hips and everything to kind of start working again so I can build that strength to, to hopefully start getting some muscles in my legs to fire. And like, you know, some days I have some fire in like my, uh, my quads and my legs, but it's just very, very so often, and, and it's just, you know, trying, I guess, to re-trigger those muscles to work and say, hey, like, the brain is sitting here saying, flip on, flip on, you know, and like I said, it's like a loose wire, so you can just imagine like a loose battery terminal, you know, if you move it a little bit, it'll spark, and you, you get a signal again, right? And so, that's kind of how this whole thing, I guess, works.
0: Fair enough. Well, I, I hope that things continue to improve for you, and, uh, um I would love to uh, to to see you walk into the room one day, my friend. I know that uh, um, that would be huge for you, and uh, and that you're striving for it. And I have a feeling that uh, you're not going to quit until that happens. Like uh, like whether you're in a wheelchair for ten years plus or what have you, uh, I think you're still going to be working at this, uh, and I think you're going to be successful no matter what.
1: That's right, man. You can't never give up, and that's like the way this whole thing has gone. Like you know obviously I was a little concerned if I should ride ever again but you know I've, it's been really good for me it, it's kept my, my head strong and, and kept me going and like I said it's taking me down avenues I never would have thought that I would have ever went down like you know I, I've never really been in snow until we did Winter X Games you know I live in South Georgia and, and so it's it's cool man and and you know sometimes like things like this happen and it, it you know it sucks but at the same time it levels me out and like I'm happy and and I still do things that are you know rad. I get to hang out with all these guys and we still ride together and like you said imagination, do all these cool projects and get to get on here and shoot the shit with you and you know man it's just it's just however you make it and if you know if you if you manifest it it will eventually happen. You just got to never give up and that's like what i tell people all the time when when people reach out you know have questions about things and you know i've talked to a magnitude of people across social media and it 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 varies you know their their issues or or what have you but that's just one thing i always tell people is like you got a new day every day and like you know some days suck and some days are better than the others and we've all been through it and you just you can't give up because if you give up then you don't know what's ahead
0: absolutely man uh i think it's it's a it's the right attitude to have. And uh, I think a lot can be taken from that. I want to, uh, thank you for, for giving us some time here on the podcast. This has been awesome as always. And, uh, we'll have to uh, catch up with you again after the holidays.
1: For sure, man. I appreciate you having me on. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and, uh, yeah, good times.
0: Absolutely. My friend do not hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.